This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. John Zolberg here, your host for the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. And I'm happy to tell you this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. Purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non-cross bread Wailara 9 plus briskets. And as always, they are handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win, and they win often. You may not be a competitor, but I know, I know, I know you have an eye for the finer cuts in life. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged, Australian Wagyu, and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me, who aspire to be the kings and queens of their backyards. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compark Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock, and again, it's going to be hand-picked just for you. Now, you might be saying, John, all that sounds great, but how about something exotic? Well, rest easy knowing the Butcher Shop has a whole bunch of exotic stuff. All you got to do is give them a call and figure out what they got. I'll tell you how to do that in just a second. Let's review the best competition briskets. Check. The best pork selection. Check. Giving you better overall options to cook in the backyard. Check. So give the Butcher Shop a call today. 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Mention the Barbecue Central Show, and they're going to give you 10% off your entire order each and every time you call. You can also get a hold of them over on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australia non-crossbred Wailara 9 Plus Briskets. And here's what's going on today. We're going to take a deep dive back. Greg's going to catch up with one of my all-time favorites, the diva. So I'm diverging here off of my outline, but what are you cooking on these days? Do you still have the Traegers and all that stuff, or are you cooking on other items oh, I at this love, point? You know, oh, I love my assortment of grills, and, you know, I get laughed at quite often that, you know, here she is, and she brings, like, everything in the kitchen sink, and, and they're <laughs> probably accurate. I do. I like versatility. I'm a big fan of both charcoal and pellets. I am a combo cooker. I have yet to find a grill that satisfies all of my needs. So I love Traegers. So I love pellet grills in general. Um, you know, I've, I've had lots of great experiences working on Fast Eddies as well. Um, I, I love charcoal as well. So I use charcoal cookers. I mean, I have an Onyx oven that I just absolutely adore. I have an old stainless steel Weber kettle, uh, or sorry, Weber performer that I absolutely adore. And I own three WSMs as well. I'm a combo cooker. I don't just use pellets. All right, so let's go ahead and address some things. Uh, and again, since I don't get the show, I'm re, uh, you know, I'm listening to uh, other people <laughs> talk about it or what's written. So one of the ways I keep up with the show is uh, with my monthly friend uh, on this show, Meathead, uh, Craig Goldwyn <laughs> from uh, AmazingRibs.com. So let's go ahead and address some things that uh, he and he has a, uh, a a part that he writes for the Huffington Post and uh, weekly reviews of, of how these shows are unfolding, and I guess his take on it. And so he doesn't come out and say it point blank, but he alludes to the fact that since Tuffy and Aaron and Myron see virtually all of the prep and the cook, 
that they that's are able bullshit. to. Well, that's bullshit. I'm only telling you what he says. It. Oh, I know. I, I just I, I I read the article. Yes, yeah. he he sent me an email in advance to clarify some points. Right. I will tell you that's bullshit. So he's they he's don't. alluding to the fact that even though it's blind judging because of all that they see, they're able to tell pretty much who they're eating or at least have a good guess, and that's not the case. All right, that's bullshit. You know what? I, I got to tell you, if there is one thing I definitely saw was a level of integrity in the judging uh, this year round. It was an absolute level of integrity. When I had one of the guys came over to talk to me, we had to make sure that there was nothing on the counters. We had to make sure the cookers were completely closed. They did everything to ensure that there was nothing out that was visible that would elude you to know whose food it was and i i could see in the chat room my, <clears throat> my buddy from crunk uh randy hills there and he, and and he's concurring with me and i have to say the judging was absolutely on the up and up and extraordinarily fair uh no bullshit unfair of craig to call randy the designated loser and a schlub yes he's a scum for saying that of course now, i gotta tell you um, because here's the thing, you know, he's not really a scum. I, I just thought it was a scummy thing to write. And, and let me clarify that. So, cause you know, I am actually sure. a massive fan of amazingribs.com. I, I, I definitely resource that site a lot. In fact, in my classes, I, I teach people to go there <laughs> because it's such a good plethora of information. But let me explain what people don't see. And they don't see the hours of work. It is edited to a certain degree. You do not see the skill set of the person sometimes. You see their finished product. One of the things I actually said about the Crunk Brothers um, and the Crunk Society was that these two guys, for all their goofiness, and they were so funny. Oh, my good gracious. They were two of the funniest guys I've ever met in my entire life, and I adore them both, and I, I hope to get some more time with them. I am so grateful for the fact that he did not cut up his chicken. Because I actually tried his chicken afterwards, and it blew me away how good it was. Um, that is something that I absolutely love. I do not see under any circumstances in their skill set that would elude me to believe that they were a designated loser or anything else. If you saw what I watched them prep and how they prepped and how they presented their food and for, for their own general good-naturedness and goofiness – you would have seen two guys that just absolutely enjoyed the whole process that are extraordinarily good cooks. The pork they made was off the charts awesome. The chicken they made was off the charts awesome. It was delicious. Um, I, I, you know, it is what it is. All right, uh, Danielle Domofsky joining me here on the show, dvq.ca, her website. So, look, I mean, that kind of opens up uh, to everybody that's on TV, and I can ask you since I have you on the Skype here – when you're on TV, you know, obviously you're opening yourself up to the court of popular opinion. Everyone's going to have a take. You know, do you actively search out stuff that's written about you or, or reviews? Do you not really pay it any attention? Do you just kind of roll off the back? I mean, I, I know personally the, the, the skin is thick when it comes to DivaQ, but I mean, look, if you're putting yourself out there, people are going to have an opinion and some people aren't going to be ashamed to let you have it. How do you deal with it? Do you care? Do you not care? What's the deal? Well, here's the thing. You can't be naive going into these things. You know, it's really laid out for you. There is nothing hidden. They can uh, edit you in any capacity whatsoever. They clearly state that in the contract that you have to sign 
acknowledge and then have another meeting with a lawyer to make sure you completely understand it. You know, I have Google alerts set up on Diva Q and Danielle Domovsky. I got people calling me an absolute foul mouth biatch and a few other words that I really even even on internet radio do not want to repeat. At the end of the day, the people that know me, my friends and my family are the ones that are important to me. I know what I am. I know who I am and I'm totally comfortable with it. I am a very loud, overbearing, larger than life barbecue chick who doesn't have any hesitation to state what I think. At the end of the day, I know that it is what it is. You just have to, you know, grow some stones and deal with it. Right. So I, I dig into uh, Meathead's article a little bit, give you a little uh, back and forth opportunity here. He writes, uh, she, referring to you, and she has a big personality. If the producers were looking for a villain, Diva was more than willing to fill the role right down to the black hat, black stretch pants, black shirt, black apron. It's not like uh, black has not been your color for at least uh, the eight years I've ever known you. That's all I've ever seen you wear. Uh, so the question that begs is, and I think Myron was somehow pigeonholed into something similar because of the way that he was kind of carrying himself. Were you looking to, to fill or, or build any type of villain heel persona while you were on the show? No, and in the, here, let me let me put it in a, in a context, which which I think is kind of interesting. But like you said, Greg, I've been wearing black. Like black, listen, the only reason I wear black is because number one, I have a really wide ass, okay? I have a really wide ass. I have big ass hip, big hips. I am a big woman, okay? They say black is <laughs> slim. I don't know. It is, it is what I wear every single day. It's like my barbecue uniform. That's been for years now. That is not new. So thank you for alluding to that fact that that is not a new thing at all. Uh, the second part is, is that I am a tough chick. Um, I'm a tough chick when I need to be tough and I'm very direct and that comes off as being extraordinarily overbearing and bitchy. However, if a guy was doing that, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You just say, Oh, that's a tough dude. That's it. So as for setting out to be a villain, no, I'm not a villain, but I am a tough chick when I need to be. And I was extraordinarily focused and very much on point for what I needed to accomplish. Um, and that's, that's it. You know, it's not about being a villain. I am who I am, okay? You wind me that up for a contest that I have already lost once before and, and been extraordinarily embarrassed to lose, um, and give me another chance, then you know what? I am going to be probably stressed to the nines, which I was, very focused, very determined, and I got to tell you, as things went wrong, bitchy as hell. <laughs> All right, well. And here's, if, 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 if I didn't admit that, I'd be a hypocrite. So you know what? I'd actually like to stay with my own personal level of integrity and say, you know what? Those are the words that came out of my mouth. Now, they came out of my mouth over the course of a seven, eight-hour period. However, we're edited into 44, 45 minutes. It is what it is. It still came out of my mouth, so you can either own it or you can lie. And I'm going to like own up and say, yeah, those things came out of my mouth. It is what it is. All right, so Meathead seems to think that it, you probably won this show by a long shot. Did the cook go that well for you? Were you were you happy with what you had turned in ultimately? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I want you to backtrack on winning by a long shot, okay, because I don't think that's accurate. I was up against two guys that I know for a fact turned in great food. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, you know, I've got a great skill set as well, and at the end of the day, I happen to have a few more points. I, I did really great. I turned in fantastic pork. I turned in terrific-looking chicken and terrific-tasting chicken. 
I did what I wanted to accomplish, and that was win my episode. Let me uh, read you another excerpt. The tightly wound diva is shown berating <laughs> Marion for the way he butchered his pork loin, going way beyond trash tossing, uh, talking, crossing into poor sportsmanship. Clearly, she has been watching too much Gordon Ramsay. A victim of editing? Yes or no? Was Danielle a victim of editing? Head on over to the BBQCentralShow.com. Check out the rest of the show. Do not forget ever. North American barbecue badass, Danielle Bennett, the diva. Don't forget it. Got no idea why she's not in the Hall of Fame. No idea at all. I Makes no sense. Anyway, hey, thanks so much for listening. And until next time on the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. Go get yourself outside and cook something. <laughs>